0: A playlist original.
1: Hey, what's up? It's your host, Tori, and who is ready to be petty? Welcome back to another episode of RTBP. I am so glad you're here. A few housekeeping notes before we get to the episode. I'm going back on vacation, so episodes 111 and 112 are going to be pre-recorded. We're on episode 109, so (laughs) this one, next week, and then two that are pre-recorded, and then I'll be back for episode 113. It'll be kind of like what I did in the summer So I just record them before my vacation and then release them during. I am really hoping to do a trivia night on Zoom in like mid to late October. I really wanted to do it for my birthday, but I work at a uni. So it's, you know, back to school time. It's really busy and, you know, just life is really busy right now. So I'm hoping that we can schedule a... Trivia night, and we can do like a fun pop culture situation, just hang out, have some bevies, it'll be super cash. Uh, But I'll let you know more about that as the fall rolls in. Before we get to today's episode, I just want to also talk about the Don't Worry Darling drama. There are some updates because today it premiered in Venice, and the cast looked gorgeous. It was, you know, really great outfits from everybody. But there's been some weird things. Like Olivia and Harry were just not talking to each other. They would literally move out of each other's way when they would even get near each other. So I'm wondering, A, did they break up? Or B, are they just trying to keep it so, so, so low-key as all of this onset drama kind of blows over? A lot of people are wondering if Harry will break up with Olivia because she's receiving so much bad press and he almost never gets bad press I would say it's like kind of only his connection to her that he's been in the headlines negatively I would say let me know if if that's a different perspective than you have which is like also unfortunate obviously there's like so many differences of how men and women are treated in Hollywood, but we don't have to get into that today. Uh so yeah, wondering if they're broken up or still together and just trying to play it super, super cool. It also seemed like he meaning Harry spit on Chris Pine, which this is like really controversial. I put a poll up on my Instagram just a few hours ago and it's sitting at like basically 50 50 yes or no it's really hard to tell it looks like like definitely something I feel like landed on Chris Pine's lap because he clearly he's clapping he clearly stops clapping looks down at his laugh his lap and then looks up and gives the facial expression of like something gross just landed on me but it's kind of hard to tell if Harry spat or if like you know when you're talking and like (laughs) this is gross it obviously doesn't happen to me but like when you're just talking um and like spit comes out of your mouth like that also could have happened or I don't know maybe something just dropped on his lap from the rose above I don't know it just seems weird I feel like Harry wouldn't do something so egregious in plain daylight like doing that and I don't even know why he would specifically have beef with Chris Pine at this point in the don't worry drama because Chris Pine has stayed neutral he's been Switzerland maybe that's why he's mad maybe because he didn't take Olivia's side in all this I'm not sure so yeah let me know if you think if he's spit or not I cannot believe we're talking about this and then there was a standing ovation it was four minutes flow miss flow is definitely like doing everything she can to not make eye contact with a person it's so interesting because I don't know I just feel like everyone's been in a room where you are trying to not make eye contact with one person and you're just doing everything you can to not look at them. And that is like exactly what she's doing. Um, good for her. She wore a beautiful sparkly dress. Really powerful. Really took up a lot of space. I just loved it. Um, she didn't necessarily look uncomfortable at all. When she arrived, she arrived late. She was wearing purple. A very powerful color. I think she's doing everything right. And I looked up the reviews because, again, it just premiered today. It seems like they're decent. It seems like most of what people are saying is it was well-directed and that Florence absolutely crushed the rule. One other thing I'll say about the Don't Worry Darling drama is just that it has been so much fun. I saw a tweet that was like, I haven't kept a close eye on like a news event since January 6th, and I feel the exact same way, <laughs> like... I've been glued to my phone all day. The memes have been perfection. The tweets have been great. The like headlines. Everything is has just been so good. The TikToks. It's been really, really great. I feel like if it doesn't die down in a week, I'll be fucking sick of it. But so far, it's been so much fun. I've had many lols (laughs) just reading it by myself okay last thing for real before we get to today's episode this is my final formal request for you to watch summer house slash winter house it's so much fun you can start at season three go to six and then watch one to three because they do change up the cast that's how I watched it at least and I kind of like that because when a show has six seasons you're kind of like Man, this is overwhelming. I don't know where to start. Just start at 3, watch three, four, five, six, and then go back and watch 1 and 2. I love the show. It's super fun. And I talk about it a lot on this pod. We're going to talk about a couple that got engaged. And I want to talk about it more when Season 7 premieres. So please, please, please watch Bravo's Summer House. Okay, that's it for me. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'll see you on the other side. I'm back with a very special guest, Leah from the Trash Rehash podcast. Is here, Leah? How are you?
0: Here, I've been uh going back and listening to some of your other episodes to get me prepped and just. I was telling Breezy, I was just like dying <laughs> and like you know, I was listening to the Taylor Swift one, just like you know, cracking up. So.
1: Aww. i'm excited. <laughs> yes. So I've had Breezy on the pod, um, your trash rehash co-host. But do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about your podcast?
0: Breezy and myself started Trash Rehash, just a podcast where we rehash episodes of trashy reality TV. So and we have quite a wide variety of shows. So we have, you know. Survivor, what's a little more, I wouldn't say that's trashy. That's probably a good classic uh, reality show, but we'll do (laughs) Siesta Key. We're doing, or we've done Summer House. We're doing Southern Charm, and then we'll do some TLC Unexpected. So pretty much just shows that both of of us really like to watch. We rehash episode by episode of whatever season's out or You know, we'll do a couple episodes at a time. And
1: it's such a wide variety of reality TV because you mentioned like competition shows. I feel like TLC is like its own style of reality TV. And then Bravo and MTV, like that's such a variety. What type of reality TV are you like most into or like what draws you to a certain TV show?
0: I don't know. It kind of depends. So I kind of grew up... My mom watched reality TV, and that's kind of what what we would do together is watch, you know, Teen Mom. We are huge Teen Mom fans, which mm-hmm. I haven't watched in forever because it just got too too much for me. But ones like Survivor and like Big Brother, that's what my family and I, you know, grew up watching together. So some of those, like, even if it's a, like, really bad season, I'm still going to watch it because it's just, like, nostalgic for me. Bravo, those ones, some of them were kind of like, "Hey, you need to watch Vanderpump Rules if you like Summer House," mm-hmm. and that's kind of how I got into it. Or, you know, Southern Charm. There's so many crossovers with the Bravo. So for me, it was a little easier to to get into a few of those Bravo shows. But I just love just trashy. I mean, I remember when I was younger, I was watching Flavor of Love and all that. So like, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So yeah. the
0: really, really, really bad ones. I've been a
1: fan of. Totally. I love Bravo for its like cinematic universe. Like even the premiere of Summer House obviously was like, had the cast of Vanderpump Rules. It's like just when, and Southern Charm has Paige on it this season from Summer House. So it's just like these type of like crossover events are just so interesting to me. And like, I just love how there's like a full like universe and like a whole like each channel bravo and mtv and tlc like it's very particular types of shows like a a typical group of cast members like they all have kind of similarities like it's just it's yeah really interesting
0: yeah no agreed. with each network kind of has their own like tlc some of that just like bizarre weird reality TV that they have there. But I love, you know, Bravo has their Bravo Con, Bravo Leberties. You know, it's Mm -hmm. uh, it's fun.
1: So we're going to talk about some reality TV stars. (laughs) We're going to talk about Lindsay Hubbard and Carl Radke engagement and then we're going to talk about I feel like the the white boy of the hour young gravy and then we're going to talk about this like little bit of Lisa Kudrow drama and then Leah is going to nominate a pettyweight champion of the week and share her this week in petty story so summerhouses, Lindsay and Carl got engaged on the tv show Did you expect them to get engaged this quickly? And did you think that they were going to, you know, air it?
0: Definitely not surprised that it's going to be filmed just because, you know, they started out as strangers and friends on the show. I mean, so much that we know of their journey has been on the show, but definitely not this quick, though. I'm I'm surprised that it's, you know, within a year of dating.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's like wild to me too because so they've been dating for about a year they moved in together in May 2020 so they've been living together for like four months or something like that I have this sounds bad because I feel like they are a good couple like I think that they are actually like meant to be I think that they've seen each other through like literally the worst moments of their lives uh-huh. and still love each other. Like <laughs> like hold on to that one. <laughs> like for sure. But I think maybe they were like okay well we want to put this on the show. We met. Well they didn't meet on the show. I think that they had. Uh, they were friends before that. But the show is obviously like the biggest part of their relationship. Uh-huh. So it's like it makes sense that they would want to show that. And also mo- like monetize their engagement and they're like hey well we either do it this summer or next summer because that's when we film the tv show so i think they might have rushed it a little bit just for the sake of tv
0: yeah and that's that's my only thing too is like is this a little little too early but just seeing like in interviews and stuff of them together like they seem way better off than you know three years ago ever when they tried to date and it was just completely uh awful um uh, I think I I messaged you that I have been rewatching from the beginning with my boyfriend. So we're on the, like, just about to start the newest season. So just crazy to see like how much both of like Lindsay and Carl have changed. And I think you, a lot of people always thought that eventually they'd, you know, find their way back together. So I'll be exciting to see it actually like on film and playing out them legit dating, dating and, not what they did a couple seasons ago
1: 100 percent, because I don't think we've really ever even seen Carl be like super romantic no because he was such a playboy in the first couple seasons and then had like pretty casual girlfriends in the later seasons so I'm excited to see because Lindsay as we saw with her relationship with Stravi like She expects the um, extravagant dates and celebrations, like, as anyone should. But, yeah, she expects all of that. So I'm like, okay, Craig, like, or Carl, (laughs) let's see if you can pull it out.
0: Well, yeah, we've never seen him actually, like, dating, dating someone, so –
1: yeah, it'll be interesting. I also felt that like when they first kind of attempted to date, I was like I actually think they're really good for each other. They just don't have their own personal shit figured out. Oh, yeah. So I also did feel like it was kind of in- inevitable that they would like start dating and get married and stuff. Yeah.
0: Cuz they were so... like such great friends. So
1: Yes. Yes. Their foundation is like years of friendship. Um, this bond over the TV show that is like ruled their lives for six or seven years. And yeah, like they lived in the same apartment for a few years. So they did live in close proximity of each other. But I think also the thing that I was thinking about is like Carl, he's in his forties, right?
0: I think, or he's going to be like, going to be. I I think he's within a year or so of, of, Kyle
1: yeah yeah he's like late 30s and she's like I think mid 30s and it's like I feel like also when you are that age you just kind of maybe move faster in relationships because you kind of just know what you want more and um and maybe some couples feel like the pressure of of aging and stuff but yeah I just feel like it might be on like a different kind of timeline than if you were like in your
0: 20s oh for sure
1: uh do you think that the producers pressured them to get engaged this season this coming season because they've had so much wedding storylines from amanda and kyle and they won't have that anymore
0: uh maybe like a a little bit of pressuring but i think for like Lindsay, who the last couple years have been very vocal like if things are going to happen, we need to do it on camera. Like so many times, like last season, you know, Paige was like, you only said it on camera, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, cause we're on a TV show. This is what we're, you know, we're supposed <laughs> to be doing that. So maybe yeah, that that's yeah. part of it. And I'm sure cause there are some of the OGs of the show, like probably really get great friends with these producers where like, you know, they're just as part of the show. So maybe a little bit of a, Hey, we can make it look like you know this isn't anything big and I'm sure they probably helped a little bit with the surprise planning
1: yeah that was the other thing that I was thinking of it's like well if you do it on the tv show like when Kyle proposed to Amanda it's like I'm sure they you know organized the boat for him and like all of that stuff like the sailboat so it's like I'm sure if you're like already in that realm it's like yeah I want It to be, like, over the top or, like, lots of candles and flowers and stuff like that. And it's, like, well, the show can easily arrange all of that. Oh, yeah. Definitely. They also got a people spread, which was kind of huge. I, for some reason, I didn't think they were, like, big, like, that big of celebrities to get the people cover or, like, at least a a people layout. Like, I I know that's kind of rude, but, yeah, like, Summer House, it's definitely, I feel like, kind of, like, a second-tier Bravo show. Like, I feel like The Housewives and probably Vanderpump is, like, you know, kind of, like, their top-tier TV shows and then Summer House and, like, Below Deck are kind of, like, for the Bravo heads. But, yeah, it was like, wow, you're getting, like... A full out spread. Yeah,
0: agreed. I was like super surprised when I saw it was people. Uh, I mean, I love Summer House, but you know, you ask anyone on the street, like, oh, do you watch Summer House? They're going to say no. But you know, for a, someone from The Bachelor, Bachelorette, that I expect because it's on like kind of a bigger network, there's a much, much bigger following. So I definitely was surprised that yeah. they got the People Magazine spread, but good for them.
1: Yeah, the PR team working overtime well, you know go ahead. Go Lindsay
0: ahead. was in pr so you know it probably she she knows her stuff
1: could have been her yeah it could have been her. <sighs> her doing that yeah i feel like it's kind of weird that she didn't address that she like stopped doing pr and like stopped Hubhouse. like she has never talked about that on the show
0: no because so much in the beginning of the, the show was about their career you know like, yes. I know Loverboy still is, but that's also because half of the people there work on the show work for Loverboy. and
1: Literally three out of, like, six yeah. cast members. And they're getting so much, <laughs> like,
0: just free publicity every time there's a Loverboy can in the background. So, yeah, it's... Yeah. It, it's... I've always thought it was weird that we never... Or, yeah, she never talked that she doesn't do Hubhouse anymore because that was, you know, a major storyline a couple seasons ago where she created it, so...
1: Yeah, and maybe that's why they don't talk about it because you're right. The the essence of the show, the plot line, was supposed to be these, like, hustlers in the city working their nine-to-fives and then relaxing in the Hamptons. But it's like, well, now they've kind of moved on to just being influencers. So, like, it's not really, like, this classic. Like, even Danielle this season quit her job, so her, like, corporate job. So it's, like, it's, yeah, kind of not what we, like, I don't know, because I guess like the thrill of it was like, oh, the normal people like doing like a, a summer that like a lot of other normal people do. But now it's like, no, they're all full blown celebrities. Yeah,
0: Where, you know, it was, hey, we need to make quota. Like I need to get my sales and I'm <laughs> yeah. at the Fourth of the July party, you know, calling. So it's, it's yes. different now. I mean, you still see like Kyle, like working hard, but that's just how Kyle is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's like his whole like entire persona. Yes. <laughs> we didn't see tons of posts from the cast of Summerhouse, but I was on Reddit and they were saying that apparently they're filming right now. Obviously, we just talked about the engagement being filmed and producers have kind of asked them to limit posting about the season. Yeah. What do you think about that? Do you think that there's any drama or do you think it's just because they can't give too much away because no one would watch the show if if they did yeah
0: I mean I guess keeping quiet about well I mean even like half the cast wasn't there for their actual like proposal it like was just Mm -hmm. so I guess not spoiling from that but you would think at least some of them would post congratulations or something I mean I know Luke did but I don't even know if Luke is really like a full-time cast member anymore so I don't think he no he got cut yeah which fully is unfortunate because I did I did like Luke.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess not posting, but I don't know, I think a little bit more of, like, congratulations, especially from, you know, like, Danielle and Amanda and Kyle would be be nice to see. I can see some of the other ones because they're not as close.
1: Yeah, yeah, but, like, the OGs should definitely post about it, even if it's just, like, a comment on one of their posts because, yeah, like, they don't have to do, like, a whole song and dance but just like a simple congrats XO I feel like would is like warranted yeah agreed I saw the funniest thing probably ever on reddit it said from finger bang to ring finger amazing Honestly, saying that out loud, I'm like, oh, that's not actually that great. But like, no. <laughs> when I read it the first time, I was like, oh my fucking god, that infam- infamous finger bang, but our girl our girl held on. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: I just like I mean, I love Reddit. I'm a huge Reddit user when it, you know, comes to like reality shows, but that is pretty, pretty clever. And because it was such a big storyline, so it's funny. Yes. To- to bring it back
1: yes I could just see them in the car when they're all finding out driving out to the Hamptons and it's just so fun I just I'm watching below deck sailing yacht right now I'm just about to start season three and just like god Bravo just does it so well like I just I love the car cams the cabin cams on the yacht, just everything oh. is and I love when they like, perfection. you
0: know, roll receipts when, you know, someone said this and they're like, well actually this is what happened. So
1: one hundred Bravo's editing
0: is always great. So
1: it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, it's top notch. How jealous do you think Craig and Paige are that they're getting all of this? Like I feel like Craig and Paige are vying for like the Bravo couple of the year. Yes. And then it seems that they're being swept under the rug by Lindsay and Carl. Do you think that they're jelly?
0: Oh, a hundred percent. Because, you know, Paige already has an issue with Lindsay sometimes. I mean sometimes I'm not a fan of Paige, especially on Southern Charm. I think she's being very, very uh two faced and I think, you know, Craig hasn't always been that nice to Lindsay too. So I think definitely they thought they were going to become the power couple of the, the summer house. And it's, you know, Lindsay and Carl and, you know, some people are saying like both couples were, you know, just for like fake for storylines, but I definitely think they're upset. Cause I think they probably thought they were the next between the Southern charm and summer house to get engaged.
1: Yeah, to get engaged and to be, like, in that, like, yeah, again, like, upper echelon of, like, relationships. Do you think when they do the bedroom picking for this upcoming season, I guess they are, they were only dating when they probably picked the bedrooms, but I feel like when you're, like, engaged in reality TV, like, people think it's, like, so much more serious. I guess it is, but, like, I wonder if they will have competition against Kyle and Amanda for the... The master.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not a show um, that Kyle cooks on if there isn't a huge argument over who gets the master bedroom, so.
1: (laughs) Literally, it's so fucking annoying. There's, like, especially because, like, okay, yeah, obviously they're, like, a couple, but I feel like when Paige and Sierra and, like, Paige and Hannah have had to share, and I'm like, if you have to share one bed, I feel like you should give it to the non-couple because – Couples like can like cuddle up and stuff oh, and like yeah. I feel like the people that like yeah aren't couples should get the the king size bed. With
0: like you know a bigger bathroom and more space um, but all the bedrooms in those houses are always like especially the from the last season all the bedrooms were great it was a gorgeous house.
1: Yeah it's well <laughs> good it, point it's like fucking no different. Well, and I'm
0: wondering where this new house is gonna be because I did see like a on reddit like a screenshot of kyle's birthday and like the house looked like it was like the house from like seasons two to four or whatever which i would love if they would go back to that house because that was always that was my favorite house Mm
1: -hmm. yeah for some reason that's just the house i like a tribute to summer house same maybe because it's the longest running one or whatever but it's just when I think of the summer house house I think of that house
0: what it looks like like all the other like Hamptons houses you know when I like watch other Hampton shows like that it looks exactly like those ones
1: yeah that's a good point it's like the salt shaker houses whereas like the other ones were like kind of more modern and stuff Mm -hmm. and like you're right when you think of like east coast architecture and like Hamptons beach houses like you think of like the brown salt shaker Mm -hmm. and like yeah the white trim and stuff like that that's a good point okay let's talk about Young Gravy and some other like I'm gonna say like Pete Davidson light characters yeah (laughs) just because there's such a fascination with like Machine Gun Kelly, Young Gravy, Jack Harlow, Pete Davidson, right now. And like, I feel like I'm a, I've fallen into this trap too. So I'm not going to say I'm immune to it. Yeah. But
0: like,
1: but why is the internet so obsessed with this kind of like genre of guys right now?
0: Well, yeah. And like, not to sound awful or rude or judgmental, but Oh no.
1: Like, I could find a rep. young lady
0: if I went to any bar in the area by me. Like Literally. Nothing... He's a
1: dime a fucking dozen. Yeah,
0: I mean there's nothing. I get it he has like a, a hit kind of hit song right now but like one I don't think it's that good. Two I just I don't get it at all. It's so confusing to me. And then
1: 100%. You
0: know and then Jack Harlow all of a sudden he blew up and I'm like I don't how like I mean I I know he's a little Ma's X, but like, little Ma's X is like way better. So
1: yes, and like Pete Davidson is just like the staple at this point. <laughs> he's the he's is he the OG? No, I don't even think so. But uh, like, it's like the Travis Barkers and the like, yeah, the Machine Gun Kelly's like that. It's just that very specific look, like skinny, white, tall, hip hop or like music yep. based. And, like, for some reason, really gross hair.
0: Like, very, like, greasy I, or just yes. not styled. Like, I get it, like, not styled hair can be fashionable. But, like, this is, these aren't those examples.
1: Like, no. Like, when it's, like, unstyled, it's, like, styled but, like, meant to look unstyled. This is just straight up, like, unstyled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. Like, maybe it's just because, I don't know, like, it catches. Like, I guess there's always a look for guys that it was in. Like when we grew up, it was like the Jesse McCartney's, the Justin Bieber, like that that blonde hair and um or like that all American look and that type of thing. And then I feel like it kind of morphed into the like Nate Archibald, Chase Crawford, like more like kind of army cut hairstyle. I don't know, that look. And then maybe we're just having an a moment with this like really skinny pale probably smokes and doesn't get enough vitamin c <laughs> like, and,
0: and like and i'm not happy about it no and like maybe i would like i would understand if like the, the music was good or anything mm-hmm. else that i could be like okay like i get it you know a little bit of charm but like i don't even think they're like any of them are charming either when I've like heard interviews I'm like ugh like I feel uncomfortable and I don't know maybe I'm just (laughs) literally like a cranky millennial and don't understand the the Gen Z craze over them. Okay
1: but I do feel like where it's like obviously it becomes popular I think with Gen Z but then like I totally get that it's like that's how like internet can sway you because I feel like even I was like, "Oh my god, yeah, Pete Davidson. He's so like funny and like he's cute and like talks about his feelings and stuff." And it's like, no, fucking do better. Yeah, like the bar is so I, low. I'm, <laughs> yeah. Like I, the bar is so low. It's like I've moved past that in like two fucking seconds, and I just can't. And that was the same with Jack Harlow. Like I was like, when he came out with the um, little nas I, so, uh song i was like oh my god like this is so good like their friendship and like i like this and stuff and then he had glamorous come out and stuff and i'm like okay okay i can see this and now i'm just like if you even like look in my direction like i'm fucking annoyed
0: yeah well it's not like um these people are like oh man i love this song it's and then also like oh, Jack Harlow is so hot. Like if he's Jack Harlow. Like I just want to find someone that looks like him or young gravy or like all of a sudden, like I heard this song on TikTok and I couldn't stand the song at all. And all of a sudden, like I actually saw him out doing like media stuff and like the VMAs. I was like, wait, like he's actually like a, a star. I was totally confused by all of
1: it. 100%. And I love how the viralness of his song isn't even his part. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not even him. It's like whoever's collabing on that song. And then yeah, so he was at the VMAs. Let's chat about that. I thought all of this was a joke. Obviously. I've I've talked a little bit about the Sherry and Monty Lopez who are Addison Rae's parents. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of falling out. Monty was accused of cheating and having a girlfriend on the side. Sherry and him split, like, Addison and Sherry unfollowed Monty, all of this stuff. And then Young Gravy talked about Sherry on a podcast saying she was hot. And it was like, haha, yeah, like, what a great clip to go viral on TikTok but like nothing's going to happen and then they posted a TikTok together and Monty Lopez was livid he's threatening to to release a diss track and then they show up together hand in hand at the VMAs in matching purple outfits
0: well i saw that's where i realized like okay why is he so like big and then i, I kind of heard some of like the the drama behind you know, TikTok influencer drama, but they didn't even have any good like chemistry where sometimes you're like, yeah, you know what? You know, opposites attract, it was like everything looked so like forced. She didn't look comfortable there at all. It was like not a couple that you want to, you know, root for.
1: <laughs> 100%. And I'm so annoyed because I'm like, okay, Sherry, you could have come out the winner of this situation. Monty Lopez looks like the biggest tool you and Addison Rae could have, like, gone off into the sunset and become or stayed really, you know, popular stars. Instead, you're doing this, like, absolute sham of a relationship. And now you look like social climbing trash.
0: And desperate.
1: So desperate. Just for, like, 15 minutes of fame. Because, like, she, I think, had a good reputation she could have I feel like dated like what would be like a good example but like she could have had like I'm only I can I'm like only can think of like trash men in their 30s in Hollywood I'm like (laughs) Scooter Braun no Corey Gamble no like I don't know but she could have dated like I don't know like even just like a rich like businessman or something like
0: that not necessarily someone who is in like a on his 15 minutes of fame or whatever
1: 100 percent.
0: well and it's like also i don't know part of like the appeal for him is because he's so tall and like that's like a still somehow like a, a thing that is tall is talked about like
1: i know i know
0: 2022 the oh he's tall thing like that's kind of a funny joke you know 2019 or earlier but it's we should be way past that
1: i know like we cannot excuse like a trash person just because they're tall and I feel like we do Mm -hmm. (laughs) like even I'm like I'll give a pass to them I'm like why I'm like oh because they're hot like we we cannot keep doing that but yeah you're you're right like he's like young hot in the sense of like he's popular right now not in the like attractiveness and then yeah i don't know that it will cause a lot of headlines yeah
0: well like young gravy and jack harlow just gave me those like where's my hug type of vibes you know yeah it's
1: 100 Where i'm
0: like oh okay like they just something about them she could
1: have picked like a cute like manager like one of i don't know another tiktok influencers manager something like that like I don't know. I just feel like she could have really been the hero of the story. And now I like hate her just as much as Monty Lopez. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cause I heard, yeah. Some of the mess about that. Oh, and I was ahead. like, Oh, and then you randomly go to the VMAs with young gravy. Like, no, it, it's, and, not like, it's
1: obviously, it's such a poorly planned PR stunt Cause I feel like the best PR relationships are when you're like, Oh, maybe they are together. Like the Sean and Camila and the Harry and Olivia, where it's like, maybe they're PR or maybe they're real Mm -hmm. like that's interesting this is just like you showed up like prom in the same color scheme like that this is just overly orchestrated and no one's believing this
0: yeah and no one's rooting for it at all
1: no and when I first saw them I was like oh haha they're like on the red carpet together and then they were like making out all night and I was like this is alarming
0: Yeah, because at first I was like, oh, it's just kind of funny. They showed up, like, whatever. But then I was like, oh, no, they're, like, heavy PDA.
1: There's, like, one clip from the VMAs that it's, like, there's some presenter presenting. And it's, like, a wide shot. And you can just see them making out in the audience. Like, not even with a camera on them.
0: Also, like, both of them are too old to be doing that you know yes too old. like
1: making out during an, an award show it's just like this it's so gross middle
0: school or like high school
1: vibes, vibes. <laughs> <laughs> okay last thing i want to say is that addison unfollowed her mom too
0: oh wow damn
1: yeah. So I feel kind of bad for her. I feel like she's probably really embarrassed about this and like she's really young. So I hope she's she's doing OK. I just feel like she like had a wake up call that her parents are like super clout chasey.
0: Yeah. And it's just like she has all her family drama and then added, you're like, you know, and I'm assuming I, I don't know a ton about her, but the reason why her parents are relevant because of her is that it or? Okay, so it's even more embarrassing that, you know, it's different when it's, like, Kardashian shit where they've all – the family, like, the parents have been in the limelight, you know, just as long or if not longer. But it's extra embarrassing when, you know, people only know who your parents are because of you and they're causing all this insane drama.
1: 100%. Yeah, you're totally right. Like, they don't have – other separate careers outside of being the parents of Addison Ray, And they've built big platforms just on that. And Addison used to do a lot of family content. So that's how I think that they got these big platforms. But like they don't have anything going on elsewhere. So
0: yeah, embarrassing. So
1: embarrassing. Okay, let's chat about Lisa Kudrow. This is so funny because I feel like this is the first time her or like really – many other I guess like the Friends cast has shown up on my pod like I know we've talked about Jennifer Aniston a little bit but I haven't really talked about the other the other characters but it's really popular right now for TikTok users to ask celebrities or just other people what are their worst celebrity encounters and we had that viral Jojo Siwa and Candace bergen one which was like so funny and like it picked up a lot of headlines mm-hmm. and we have a new one that went viral it was spencer pratt uh one of his followers asked who is the worst celebrity you've encountered and he said hands down phoebe from friends which is so it's so also like demoralizing when you're just referenced as the character and yeah. not actually like the actor. Mm-hmm. What do you think she did to like warrant this response from Spencer Pratt?
0: Yeah. um, did you hear like what he actually like said was the the reason?
1: No, did he actually end up posting that?
0: Yeah, so...
1: Okay, share, share yeah, with us. Yeah, so
0: what he said was he... It was, like, 2009. I forgot where they were. They're some sort of red card, whatever. Um, she went up to Heidi and said that she needs to run far, far away from Spencer because he has serial killer eyes.
1: He does. Yeah.
0: So that was the whole thing was why... um And something else, like, yeah, she needs to run far far away from him and like he happened to be like right there when she said it
1: like that is pretty ballsy (laughs) but
0: like well like (laughs) well the, the funniest thing so like you know I first heard the tiktok and then I was like damn like what did Lisa Kutcher like never heard anyone you know say too much bad things about her and then you know when Spencer Pratt says the reason it's like okay it's not like it's like a Harry Styles where you know she was rude to him it's Spencer Pratt who was voted, like, multiple years, like, reality TV villain. So it's, like, for me, coming from him, I, like, took it, like, with a grain of salt once I, like, heard what it was. And, like, yeah, you were pretty shitty. I mean, I don't know much about what he's up to now, but, like, it's not like you're some St. Spencer Pratt.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're right. If this was in the early 2000s, he was even voted most hated person in America. Yeah. So it's, like... No wonder people were like treating you like shit because mm. you were acting like a piece of shit. Yeah, that's actually kind of iconic that she did that.
0: Yeah. So once I heard that was the reason, like I was like laughing because you kind of did not saying agreed it was ballsy, but you did warrant quite a bit of hate. Censor you.
1: One hundred percent. You
0: you played that villain role really well, and then you know she's only saying what she sees from from TV. But yeah.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. It's wild to think that Lisa Kudrow watches The Hills. Right. (laughs) Like, even because, like, okay, so, like, I know a lot of celebrities, like, watch The Bachelor, and, like, obviously, like, things like Game of Thrones and stuff, but The Hills just seems so niche that it seems so weird that someone like her would be watching that
0: yeah well and like the hills wasn't really one of those that, like you really like i guess like told people you watched either you know like for me yeah i didn't like really yeah. tell a lot of people i watched teen mom because they are like oh you watch teen mom you know it's like
1: totally kind of
0: that category of reality tv where it's like it's your guilty pleasure that like you know maybe you and another couple friends watch but yeah crazy to think like a you know pretty big celebs watching the hills and has, like, yeah. very strong opinions on it.
1: Yeah, 100%. Bethany Frankel chimed in because she, you know, chimes in about everything. She said she also had a crazy experience with Lisa Kudrow on her talk show. Do you think she was just stoking the flames? Or Also, it's like, yeah, why was Lisa Kudrow on your talk show? Like, she was probably... It was probably booked by her agent. She was probably annoyed that someone of her caliber was on this talk show, and she was probably rude or something.
0: yeah, well, like, I want to know, yeah, like, so like, where their line of to- questionings weird, and that's why she got upset where sometimes people like just say, well, no, they were just rude and then they're asking them like all the questions that they said they didn't want to talk about, you know, so interested to yeah. see, especially because, you know, two 2000- thousand whenever back then. Friends has been so far removed. Like you still like hear about Friends, but it's not.
1: Yeah, it's not of the moment.
0: No. But yeah.
1: Yeah. Just... They're definitely unreliable narrators. But yeah, it it kind of brings up that question of like celebs. I guess this is like celebs to other celebs, like, but kind of more like one's a TV star, kind of more of the traditional celebrity and then the other two are reality tv stars which I think kind of has this hierarchy in Hollywood but I also just think of like celebs when they bump into fans and stuff on the street I feel like and this might be a hot take but like sometimes I'm like they don't owe you to be nice I feel like they owe you respect and like stuff like that but like I feel like there's so many stories of like well that celebrity was mean to me or like I had a bad experience with the celeb and it's like you like accosted them outside of like a frozen yogurt place mm-hmm. on the street when they were trying to like go unnoticed like I would be rude too
0: no 100% agreed it's not like oh they went out of their way to be rude to you it's like you went up to them with your camera and tried to take a picture and they said can you please not and then that's when i yeah, rude you yeah, know it's, it's- yeah, we you don't have to, or they don't owe you any pictures and some celebrities love it. It's great, but you know, they don't, like you said, they don't owe us really anything.
1: Yeah. And I, then I, then the other side of me is like, okay, well actually they owe us kind of their careers. So I'm like, and it's like, if a fan meets them, it's probably the best day of their lives. And it's just like, whatever to a celebrity so like I always I've had this conversation on the podcast before and I've never decided which camp I'm in but it's like there's also that other side that it's like you could literally make someone's entire life or you can say no to a picture but then it's like that's their boundary so they have the right to express that like I just go back and forth with myself like every day well I always
0: wonder if it's like you know I caught him on a bad day and like you know how we as like you know the normal people or then you're thinking about that like interaction like constant and like oh my god I was so rude to that person and you'll never see them again I just wonder if they feel that same way where like they remembered when they were rude to that one person and like they just caught them at the bad time and constantly are yeah, replaying it in their heads point. because they're like oh my god I feel so bad
1: that's such a good point yeah I was rude to like uh I was on I live on an island I was on the a ferry Mm -hmm. to go to the mainland a few weeks ago and we were like delayed multiple hours and I was like so exhausted and I went to the cafeteria and got food and the service worker there was like so nice and I was like I wasn't like overtly rude but I was like just like one word answers Mm -hmm. and like and I thought about it for like fucking like a week I'm still thinking (laughs) about it and this was three weeks ago like (laughs) so yeah I get that that's such a good point like and like how many times do I go to the grocery store in a bad mood and like if someone looks at me I'm like mad (laughs) yeah so yeah I could totally understand why yeah when it's just not the day but you still have to go outside and then yeah you bump into someone so we'll see also, the last thing I want to say about Lisa Kudrow is like I don't think she has any other rumors. I didn't check the blind items. I probably should. Maybe I will before this episode comes out. But like, I don't think there there's any rumors that she's like a nasty person.
0: No, and that's why it was so like oh, like out of left field when he said it was Lisa Kudrow. I was like oh, it it was like yeah. I've I mean obviously maybe I have missed a, a ton, but definitely seemed yeah. random.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm either like super out of the loop and she's like a hag, or I just like again, or it's two kind of despy celebs like grasping for straws. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, let's move on to Pettyweight Champ of the Week. This is the part of the show where Leah is going to nominate a Pettyweight Champion of the Week. Someone in the media who did something petty and it was iconic. Leah, who are you nominating this week?
0: All right. So I don't know if you've heard of, you know, country singer Maren Morris and the drama with her.
1: (gasps) Oh, my God. Okay. So I know of Maren Morris, and I briefly saw this on, like, Reddit or, I don't know, some type of pop culture Instagram. But please fill me in. Yeah.
0: So she called out Jason Aldean's wife, who is, like, a... Well, he's also a country music star. His wife's some sort of like influencer. Well, she had been making like transphobic comments. Like she had a post where I was like, oh, I'm so glad when I was a tomboy as a kid, my parents didn't change my gender because I love girly things now. And Marin said something to the fact like stick to selling uh, hair clips and stuff. <laughs> Insurrection Barbie is what she called her. so then I don't even know what his wife's name is I didn't care enough to you know give her the credit but she went on Tucker Carlson which is like a Fox News type of yes so he and like called her called Maren Morris what was it a lunatic country music person and like it was her face with that headline so that was like circulating and Maren was being petty and she made that like her profile picture, like the Fox News headline. And then she ended up making shirts that said Marin Moore, Marin Morris, lunatic country person, country music person, and all the proceeds went to different like transgender organizations. She sold Oh my god. Or what was it? She raised over a hundred and $1,000 as of like this morning.
1: Oh my god, that is iconic. Yeah. So she's so leaned fucking petty. Into
0: this like being petty joke that, you know, they were kind of shit on her and you know, made it a big and awesome cause.
1: Oh my god, that's amazing. That is so cool. Good for her. That's that's unreal. It's it's tough to call out your peers but not even peers because I feel like Jason Aldean is like I don't know like a, a big like she's obviously big too but, but she's like more different. of a newcomer yeah. yeah yeah he's like been in the industry for so long it's tough to call out people that might affect your paycheck at the end of the day oh. like you're you alienate your fan base and stuff like that so good for yeah. her for standing up for what she yeah. believes in well in
0: country music for so long it still is like not very inclusive. So it's great seeing like people like her, Casey Musgraves, you know, Dolly Parton, bunch of other like women that are trying to make, hey, we can be gay in country music, we can be transgender in country music. Everyone should be, you know, included. So I just love that, you know, she was just petty enough, like, well, I'm gonna, you know, make what they said me into a shirt and, you know, give directly to the people that they're like, you know, shitting on. So
1: yeah 100 percent. oh that's iconic and it's so wild to me how quickly news outlets like the tucker carlson fox news stuff how quickly they can get these like interviews with people like it's just it's so wild to me and yeah so that's really cool that um she did that yeah
0: i was yeah i saw this morning She, you know, raised that amount. I was like, yeah, definitely have to, you know, include this as my petty weight champ.
1: That's perfect. That's a perfect nomination. Nice. Okay, let's move on to this week in petty. Uh, This is where Leah is going to share a story about something that happened in her real life that she's petty about. What are you petty about this
0: week? Okay, so this has been something that's happened the last couple of weeks, three different occasions. I've gone to a store like on my lunch break, a couple different retail stores, and I've been mistaken for an employee. Like, oh no! <laughs> like, so the first time and every time like I've been like shopping there, like I'm don't look like I have the uniforms. But so the first time I was at a Total Wine. I'm not sure if you know what that is. It's just like a huge liquor store.
1: Yes. Okay. So we don't have those in Canada, or at least we don't have them in BC where I live. Mm. But I went down to Seattle okay. at the end of July. And it was my first time going to a Total Wine. And I was so happy. Like I love
0: Total it Wine. It was
1: amazing. And okay, so I got Loverboy there. Yes. BT Dubs. So I haven't even tried it yet. I haven't cracked it because I was in Seattle. And then I went away on another trip. And then, I don't know, it's just been busy here. Yeah. So I, I'm going to do a taste test. But... I found Lover Boy. I found like these Bud Light Seltzer Freezer oh, like, Freezy okay. for a friend. Like it was just like any type of drink you ever wanted in your entire life, just in one store. But anyways, keep going, <laughs> keep going. Um, <laughs> my plug. Yeah, like my plug for total wines. So
0: it was either like I had a, like one of like the shopping baskets or carts. I'm like just walking around and just looking around for stuff. And a lady was like oh do I just like just break these apart for six packs I was like what do you mean she's like well how do I do a six pack I was like I don't know I don't work here and she's like oh and I was like okay that's was weird you know and then I had like a different guy who just like, was asking me for like recommendations he's like oh have you tried this like so like that was fine but she specifically thought like I I worked there and then a couple weeks later I was at Target I was not wearing anything red, oh, no. 100%. I, oh, I went no. 100%. I wasn't wearing red. Um, Had, like, headphones in, because I was listening to, like, a, a podcast, and I got a basket. I'm just walking around, picking up a few things, and I see this, like, old lady, like, waving her arms at the end <laughs> of the... And I didn't know, so I, like, looked around, so I was like, oh, maybe well, maybe she's leaving behind me, and, like, I took my earbuds out. She's like, uh, do you work here? I was like, no. She's like, oh. Yeah! Like she was <laughs> waving me down and I like I w I couldn't hear her. she was saying anything. So like I had earphones in, just you know, walking around. And then the last time was like two weeks ago. I was at a spirit Halloween, which is like a big yes. Halloween store. Um because I love yes. all Halloween. So I was just kind of trying to find more decorations. It was just like nice. prepping and just walking around and some guy comes up, he's like, Oh, where do you want me to park my car? I've got a couple of deliveries for here. I was like, "What?" He's like, "Oh, I I thought you you worked here." I was like, "No, I'm no. just, just shopping." <laughs> so I don't know if it's what I'm wearing or what I'm like portraying <laughs> yeah. on my face or what, but it was just so weird that it's happened in the last like two months, like three separate yeah. occasions.
1: That's so funny. I know. I want to be like, describe your D- your outfits. In- <laughs> in
0: well, they're like, or I mean, detail. I don't know if it's because it's like formal because like I work at a an office. Right. it's Like that's it. But.
1: Yeah. I bet that is it. Yeah,
0: But like I've, I've gone. You're
1: wearing a pair of slacks and people are just asking you questions. And like
0: Target, I would have seen if I like I was wearing a red shirt. Sure. I get it. Yeah. But it was just, it was so weird. And I was like, what do I look like if I, I think at Spirit Halloween that I worked there like I was yes. like not wearing that shirt again because for some reason I thought it was like a costume. So.
1: Yeah, okay, I was going to ask at Spirit Halloween cuz I'm pretty sure they do here. Don't they dress up in costume? I think so. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah. Or they wear some sort of like polo or whatever it is. Yes, yeah.
1: yes. <laughs> Totally. That's what I just imagined in my head. It's like, obviously, it's not bad to be a sales associate. But when you are wearing like a cute outfit, and people are misconstruing it as like a polo khaki situation, like
0: or costume, you know, yes. Yeah.
1: That's so funny. That's happened to me a few times, but not not in a row like that.
0: Yeah. And that's what's like, weird is that it's been three times recently. If it was like, you know, a couple of months, I wouldn't but I was like, I got to be really careful when I I go shopping on my lunch breaks now because I'm going to keep being uh mistaken for an employee there and <laughs> being totally
1: totally. Yeah, I work at a university and it's like orientation. Okay. Like all like a lot of orientation events last week and then this coming week and I've been working at them so I'm wearing like a t-shirt that says orientation on the back and then like my name tags and stuff and the events had wrapped up like three hours prior and went back to my office did some work and then I was walking into my car and a bunch of people were asking me questions and I'm like, why do I keep getting stopped? Like ask anybody else. And then I like looked down. I'm like, Oh, it's because you are in like a work shirt and with your name tag and a <laughs> button that says, ask me on it. Yes. <laughs> like, you fucking idiots. <laughs> oh, like... uh, that's why But it was just like three hours after. So I'm like, Oh my God. I'm like, it- does my face look nice. Like I, because I feel like a lot of people talk to me in public when I don't want to be talked to. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, employee or not like
0: well like I always thought like people told me like that ever have bitch face so I was like why same. why am I getting approached here you know
1: same oh my god same I'm like I look so mean all of the time but apparently to some uh some some set of people I I seem friendly yeah <laughs> okay yeah I'd be petty about that too that's a a great This Week in Petty. Okay, I think that's it from us. Where can the listeners find you and anything else you want to plug? Yeah,
0: so you can follow us on Twitter at Rehash Trash and on Instagram at Trash Rehash or just, you know, just search Trash Rehash. You should be able to find us. And we do – we try to do episodes weekly. Sometimes our schedules just get crazy, but – uh, at least once a week we try sometimes multiple depending on how many shows we're trying to juggle at once
1: yeah and i've been on vice i was on talking about siesta key and summer house i believe
0: yeah we'll definitely have to have you on for survivor because that's my that's my big show um my family mine too,
1: mine too. with
0: like some of my dad's coworkers and friends we do a survivor pool so you just pick two nice. random people and most times you don't even like who you get picked, but you're kind of rooting for <laughs> yeah. you to get some money for it, but yeah, it makes it a little more fun nice. to watch.
1: Yeah, that's super fun. I've, been, I've also been a part of Survivor Pools. I haven't been in one in a really long time. Mm-hmm. I'm in a Bachelorette one right now. Okay. That's the kind of most recent one that I've been in, but that does make it really fun. And I, I've been a day one fan too, so... um yeah, I'm so excited. It doesn't feel real that Survivor's coming back in three weeks. I know.
0: It's crazy. But so pumped. But yeah,
1: would love to love to chat about it. Yeah. Okay, well, this was a lot of fun, and thanks so much for coming on. Yeah,
0: thanks for having me. This was a lot, a lot of fun.
1: And there you have it. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you to Leah who joined me on today's episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, You can rate and review the pod on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and you can follow along with me at RTBP Podcast on all socials. Love when people slide into my DMs, love having like two-way conversations since it's just me talking at you all, so it's so nice when I get to hear from you. If you're looking for a new cup or keychain, we do have some RTBP merch. You can find that in the episode show notes. And I hope that you are safe and healthy out there. As always, I'm your host, Tori, and I am ready to be petty. See you soon. Bye.